Jeff McNeil's going to come on in a sec, but while we have one more moment, <coughs> on a guy who's going to add some versatility. So Mark Sheldon of MLB.com says Jonathan India is uh, going to continue to kind of play all around the field. He said he could appear at first base, left field. So at, at least for now, you know, he's on the team and does provide them depth. I mean, they added Candelario, but is he going to be a, a super utility player now is the he's, question. He's going to have to. He's going to yeah. have to. And I think – To stay on the field, right? To stay on the field. I mean, I, I, if I was him, it's it's a tough situation. But, you know, not to be quick with it, it's just one of those things where when you come up as a youngster, you know, you'd be that super utility guy. Until they find a spot now, they found a spot. Now you're super utility. So it, it, it's a different – it's going to be a whirlwind for him to see where exactly he plays. Let's actually get some insight here from our next guest joining us. He's ready to go. We'll get to the main reason why he's going to steal the show. He's the people's champ, winner of a big-ass <laughs> golf tournament. But Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets joining us right now. Good to see you, Jeff. It's been a minute, man. And just to carry the conversation in there for a second, I mean, you've obviously transitioned and played multiple positions in the big leagues. How has that been for you? And and is it underrated how difficult it is to just be like, yeah, sure, let's let's try out, you know, the outfield. Let's go back to second base. No big deal. Uh, yeah, um, you know, something I've done my whole career. Uh, it's not easy. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to uh, do it in college as well, so I had some experience. Um, you know, doing it in the big leagues wasn't the first. I didn't get to do it a lot in the minor leagues, uh, which is what I really wanted to do. Uh, I remember telling them like, hey guys, can I play some outfield? Can I? Uh, you know, play some third base, second base, you know, kind of move around. I always wanted to play center. So, uh, but they're like, no, you know, we can see you just as an infielder. And then, uh, you know, when I was playing well in 2018, right before I got called up, you know, they started me, uh, started having me play some outfield and, um, you know, just really enjoy it. You know, I think it takes a certain mindset. Um, you know, you really have to, you know, want to do it. You uh, have to enjoy it as well. Um, it's not easy. It takes a uh, you know a lot of reps, especially you know during so during uh, you know batting practice, making sure you're out in the outfield, um, you know getting those uh, fly balls and seeing the ball off the bat. But uh, you know it's something I've loved to do my whole career. Uh, when people ask me what my favorite position is, uh, you know I tell them I love moving around um, all over the diamond. Uh, I think it's you know super fun. It keeps it fresh every day. All right, so enough baseball talk. Let's talk golf here. Where's where's your trophy? Where's the trophy? <laughs> I haven't got it yet. Uh, oh, they haven't, you didn't get you didn't take it home with you on the airplane. Uh, you didn't have it like in the seat next to you. Uh, yeah, I think they're engraving it right now. So uh, hopefully, get it in a, a week or so. But that thing was heavy. That thing was not light. So definitely a good piece of hardware there. Yeah, well, okay. So what are you going to do with your check? Also, I, I have to ask you because you know people don't realize you got a hundred grand check. So I mean, are we buying something with the hundred grand? Well, we're building a house right now. So uh, oh. <laughs> That's by going towards my uh, my golf simulator room, uh, you know, my man cave. I'm going to have a, uh, you know, awesome, awesome room in there. So, uh, you know, a lot of golf tournaments. So why not put a uh, pretty good, pretty, pretty cool uh, golf simulator in there? So, okay. So people don't know, uh, people that didn't watch, you won the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions, the celebrity division. I played in it. I only finished 38 strokes behind you. So, I mean, I was close. I was, I was very close. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, listen, hey, I did fine for myself. You know, some of us don't get to play golf every day like, you know, New York superstars. It's okay. But my, my question is, is, were you nervous coming down? Because, I mean, I was there when you – I was watching when you were coming down. And at one point they had you and Mark Mulder tied, and they made a mistake in the scoring. So you didn't know you won, right? So were you nervous coming down 18? Because 18 is a hard-ass hole like Nona. Yeah. Uh, so I remember, like, I think I was on 14. I think I bogeyed 14, and I knew I was one behind Mulder. So – 
I kind of wanted a scoreboard watch just to kind of see where I was at. And I think I birdied 15, um, Mulder birdied 15, I part 16, Mulder part 16. And then my caddy comes up to me on 17 and goes, you want to know where you're at? I go, yeah, I need to know where I'm at. Um, he goes, you're one back. You got to make a birdie. So I think I hit it to five feet on um, 17, um, missed the putt, uh, unfortunately. So I knew I was one back going into 18. Um, and I kind of liked that. I mean, it kind of made me, um, you know, have to step up and hit a, uh, hit a driver there. So, uh, pipe to drive, uh, hit the next shot into, um, you know, pretty close. And actually before I hit that shot, I was talking to one of the guys from golf channel. I said, uh, um, Mulder bogeyed here. So if you make par, you're in a playoff, but I knew birdie one, um, hit it close, missed the putt, unfortunately, but, uh, it was definitely, um, you know, a little nerve wracking coming in. Um, and, you know, I thought I was going to be in a playoff and then found out in the scoring uh, tent that, you know, I'd won it. I was laughing because I was watching on 17. You hit it close. You missed the putt. And you could just see you were like, I can't, that might just cost me. Yeah. And then no, you got I, to 18. One on 18 was worse. I mean, I thought like, I mean, I knew it was to win, which was good. Like I knew if I made the putt, I win. If I missed, I'd be in a playoff and I actually knocked it like three feet by. And that's the putt I was nervous over. I go, don't look like an idiot here. Don't miss this and, and miss a playoff. Um, and I've missed a few of those that week. You know, putting is not easy. That's uh, the reason I'm playing baseball, that's for sure. Well, did you have fun? I had a blast. I had a blast. Okay, uh, You know, just, just hanging out with all the boys, all the, you know, tons of, uh, you know, MLB guys out there was awesome. Got to meet, you know, some other celebrities. And uh, those LPGA girls, uh, you know, they're incredible. Um, you know, for people who say they can beat them, they can't. There's no chance. They're so good. <laughs> No, no chance at all. I mean, I thought I played pretty well for the week. I think I was seven or eight over, uh, and the winner was 12, 14 under, something like that. I mean, there's no, they're, they're, they're incredible. Their, their short game's awesome and, uh, you know, incredible people as well. AJ, one thing I know about Jeff, he, he's not doing the side action like you did during the <laughs> golf match. Jeff is straight <laughs> going. He's, he's going for the win, Jeff. Am I right by saying that or you did a little side action? I actually had no side action. Uh, I knew it. I knew it. Wait, knew did it. you, did you? <clears throat> You, did you not even get in the skins game? Is there no, a I got celebrity game? I want to. I want to skin the third day. I made eagle on eleven. No, I'm always in the skin. The skins game is where it's at. And I actually eagled hole nine the first day. I thought that was a skin for sure. And Ray Allen taught me. So uh, well, I ended up winning one skin. I got my money back. That's always good. Right. Money back. <laughs> I won one too. I just want you to know. I won. I birdied eighteen the second day, and it was a lot because it was the only skin all day. So they were like. Uh, oh, yeah. Joe Carter's brother Fred runs it, and he just walks up to you and just hands you a wad of cash, yep. and just drops it. And you're like, "Yes, I'm not going was... broke this week." <laughs> That's amazing. That's got to be a good, good uh, little. It was uh, eight, eight or nine hundred. Okay, okay. But then I bought a pecan pie for him for a hundred, so that cost me a little bit. And then, <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Joe, Joe Carter. Joe Carter makes the best pie. The, the uh, does he? Pie uh, it, it better be if it's worth a hundred dollars. Hell yeah! It's unbelievable. But I was just wanted one, and they're like, "I can't give you all one." I'm like, "Here, here's a hundred. Give me one." They're like, "Next day, right there, poop, sitting on my, <laughs> sit my locker." I'm stoked yeah. for the penthouse next year. The winner gets the penthouse. So yeah, we got to have the boys up there and celebrate a little bit. Wow, that's awesome, dude. What's more nerve wracking, bro? Uh, Playoff at bat or coming down 18, getting on that, getting on that tee and saying, you know what, I gotta win this thing. 18, uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I think if I was winning and I knew I had a two-stroke lead and I couldn't 
put it in the water, that's probably more nerve wracking. But I think because I had to make birdie, I had to, you know, be super confident, uh, you know, step up and hit a good shot. But I'm going to say uh, I was more nervous on the first tee the first day than I was in my big league debut at, at the plate. No like doubt. no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. I mean, it's tough. Baseball is, you can hit the ball anywhere, you know, just, you know, get a good pitch and you can hit it, you know, you know, line to line golf. You got to hit it, you know, pretty damn perfect every single time, which uh, you know doesn't make it easy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I could see you playing golf when you're oh, done oh, playing baseball. Todd, go ahead. Go ahead. Todd, listen. So Jeff doesn't know this, but before the, before the, before the whole tournament, uh, you know, you get like Smoltz and I get like d and I get all the guys that are like really good at golf. And they're like, and I think you were at Drive Shack on Monday night with all of us. And they're like, I heard McNeil's really good. I go, yeah, he's probably going to win. And like Smoltz's face is like, no way, bro. You know, Mulder and me and D'Lo. And I go, listen, from what I've heard, that dude is really good. He's probably going to win. No way, no way. And then you did it. So thank you, you for, for backing me back. up. No, I was... Hey, buddy. Hey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's Here, we'll go. Come on. He's got his oh, bring the babes in there. <laughs> What's up, was, big dog? Yeah, he was his first golf tournament as well, so he was actually great out there. He uh, he walked. Um, he had to stay a little bit behind because you know he was screaming. He was going. He saw me. It was like dad, dad. Like he had to he had to be there. But uh, <laughs> thank you. Know, little man plays uh, golf or uh, baseball. Hopefully both. Hopefully both thank, for sure. Thank God he's got his mama's look there. That's a, that's a yeah. good thing. Not me. That that color hurt. Not me. That <laughs> <laughs> on good the TV. To- Oh, that's so funny. Hey, let me ask you this. You got a couple guys coming over, Harrison Bader, Sean, uh, Manaya. You got you, you got a squad here that, that's coming. Um, you got a, maybe a couple more pickups coming. There's a lot more free agents. Is there anybody, you know, n- not only those two, but there's guys that you're looking forward to meet, playing with, the excitement of the Mets coming up this year. How you how you feeling right now about the about the Metropolitan? Yeah, um, you know, we're making some good moves. I know it's, you know, not kind of the, that offseason that we had um, last year, but um, you know, we brought in a bunch of, uh, you know, solid players, solid guys as well. So um, looking forward to, to meeting them. You know, I get to meet uh, Pete's college teammate, uh, which which is awesome. I don't don't uh, have to face Manan anymore, which is nice. You know, he's a, he's a tough lefty out there. So um, glad he's on my side. And, um, you know, we're making some good moves. And, you know, I think we're going to surprise some people. Yeah, do you feel like the expectations are lower than what they should be just because they haven't had this – massive spending off season aside from actually obviously throwing the bag at Yamamoto, but he said, no. Yeah, no, uh, you know, missed out on it, which is unfortunate, but, um, you know, I think the expectations are still high. You know, we still know we have a good team. Um, we need to, you know, go in there and, and play well, you know, we can still, um, you know, make a, uh, make playoffs, you know, no doubt in my mind. Um, you know, we had some good players and, um, you know, yeah, last year was a little bit of a, you know, letdown disappointment. You know, we expected a, a lot more, but, um, you know, this year guys are hungry and, uh, you know, we're going to fight and um, you know, we're going to battle this year. Let me ask you this, dude, from playing with you and understanding, like, the person you are, you don't take anything but perfection. You work your butt off. You you get after it. You frustrated a little bit last year. I know those weren't that wasn't the numbers you want to pick up. You look at your average, you know, you're a guy that goes out there and is a 300-plus hitter. I love it. Hey, get in there, big dog. Is yeah. it, you know, you're a 300 plus hitter year in and year out. You're not always going to have a great year. You know, talk to us about the frustration level and basically, you know, how long did it take for you to move on? Like, what, what, what does it take? You know, did you talk to somebody or are you just like, you know what? I know who I am. Uh, I know who I am. Um, 
you know, I know the, the kind of player I am. I know uh, the numbers, you know, I expect like 300 every year. I think that's a pretty good year for me. And if I hit 300, you know, I'll have some power numbers as well, um, you know, just from the doubles and, you know, I'll hit a few over the fence. But, um, you know, 270, uh, it, it, it wasn't my worst year. You know, I think 2021 was uh, you know, definitely my, my worst year. So, um, you know, I think just some things didn't quite go my way. Uh, but if you look at, I think the last two months, uh, you know, I started swinging the bat really well and that was kind of more the, the player. I think I had a, I'm not sure, but I think I had, you know, maybe like one not good month at all. Um, which, you know, if you have a bad month, it, it's tough to recover from, but, um, you know, I felt like I played, um, pretty solid the, la the last two months and, you know, just going to try to, you know, build on that and take that into next year. Your son's name's Luca, right? Lucas, Lucas. Oh, Lucas, Lucas. Wait, what's Luke, he eating? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Crispix. Uh, Crispix, right? Yeah. <laughs> AJ, he's Crispix. pointing at you. What is he eating? Yeah. I couldn't hear. Crispix. Crispix. Ah, Crispix. got it. So I remember those days. How much yeah. does it help with the fam, like having Lucas and, and company where you're just like, all right, whatever, like I'm, I'm going to bounce yeah. back and I got other things to worry about too right now in the off season. Um, you know, it's, it's great. You know, I had the, the family out there, uh, this last year, um, you know, coming home to, to him has, has been awesome. And, uh, you know, he's starting to get to that age where, you know, I walk in the house and nothing else matters. Dad's home, which, which is, you know, extremely exciting. You know, I walk in, he goes, dad, dad, uh, just wants to hang out with, with, with me. So, um, definitely makes it a little easier. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool. Actually on the golf course, uh, he, he kind of, lightened it up for me because, you know, I was over some putts and I, I heard him laugh or I heard him, you know, say something and, uh, you know, just helped me relax a little bit out there and, you know, think about him and um, makes everything easier. <laughs> did, did you have to watch yourself on the golf course, especially if Lucas was around? Because we have a fan question um, from Mike saying, do you curse on the golf course <laughs> like you do sometimes if you make it out on the field or are no. there two different no. Jeffs? No. Uh, you can you can even ask my teammates on this one. I'm two completely different people on the on the on the golf course and the baseball field. The golf course, the golf course is my kind of my getaway. Um, especially, <laughs> if I have fun. I, I have some drinks, um, and, and you know, um, definitely you know not as fiery out there. I was, I used to be, I used to be you know kind of that same guy. Especially when I was playing a lot of competitive golf in, in high school and get really frustrated. And uh, you know, it's tough when. You know, I was playing in high school, and you don't want you want to play at the next level, and things aren't going right. Yeah, it's, it is tough, but um, no, I definitely have fun out on the golf course. Uh, definitely um, a little bit more easygoing, and you know, it works for me out there. He's crushing it right now, too. Yeah, dude, oh, the Mets, and he's well behaved too. Yeah, he is. He is. Sometimes <laughs> the the kids are freaking, or they press the red button to end the call. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> hey, Jeff, do the Mets allow kids in the clubhouse? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty good about that. So, um, you know, they're, they're always running around, um, you know, up until I think batting practice. So they're pretty good there. They don't, them, they don't, never really they don't let up. kids on the field, right? For BP or do they? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, uh, they do. I mean, I know we had some, some kids shag at the, yeah, like, like D Rob's kids last year, they were out there shagging. Yeah. So they're, they're out on the field. Okay, yeah, because that that was one of my favorite like memories. My son was old enough to, I played long enough, fortunately, to, to where my son was able to come out with me. And I remember my my I knew it was my last game, and so my last BP it was against the Mets, and I and he was shagging in left field. And I made sure the last ball I hit I hit to him so he could catch it, and that was yeah. when I walked off. He he do, he caught it, and then I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I'm holding, uh, 
uh, you know, I play long enough to where, you know, he gets to experience all that, go in the clubhouse, shag, um, you know, take some hacks in the cage as well. Uh, Jeff, question for you. Your buddy Pete obviously has been talked about a ton this offseason. We're going to bring him back on soon. And, you know, he's not going to go over it too much in depth, which is understandable. But um, you went through an extension process with the Mets, which is great, right? And you're happy to be a Met now for a long time. What advice would you have for Pete going through that process? It doesn't have to be like, hey, you know, negotiate this way, but even just like how to get through a process like that and come out on the other side and, and be happy because obviously it, it, it worked out in many ways. Um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, you know, wait. Um, you know, it's kind of going on what I did and, you know, the team came to me. Uh, mine was during arbitration. Uh, you know, we didn't come to an agreement and then, um, you know, they came to us a few days later. Um, you know, we want to you know, work something out and we don't want to go to arbitration, you know, let's, let's do this kind of deal. So, um, mine wasn't too bad. Mine took, you know, a week or two. So, um, but you know, I know, I know he wants to, you know, be a Met. Um, you know, we all want him to be a Met as well. And, um, I know he loves New York, so, um, hopefully we can keep him keep him long-term and, um, you know, I couldn't, I don't want to see him play anywhere else. I want to see him, you know, uh, you know, be my teammate for a uh, long time. I'm I'm the same way, dude. I just feel like he is synonymous with the Mets. Also, he yeah. just fits so well there. He's he's unique. He's funny. He's always a great soundbite. You got the LFGM going. All right, so do you have one? I got no, I, I got do. one more. I was just gonna say. Remember we had those talks, dude, back in the day. Hey, man, when is it gonna be? You know, my time. What's gonna happen? You know, all this oh, yeah. stuff. I no, told you it's gonna come. Just let it happen, brother. You you did great. That's uh, good. Everything will. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so so I got one more for you. Um, some of the fans in the chat asking if you're enjoying the car. So yeah. I didn't realize how long it took. So you had, if you want to just rehash real quick what happened with Lindor, I think it was, what, a couple years ago at this point, and then you got it in November, so after this past season. Um, so, and what was the quote from, I think Lindor said, I hope he gives me a ride in spring training with it or something like that. So, so what's the update there and, and kind of the, the timeline of what happened? Oh yeah. I think we were in uh, Philly and I was complaining in, in the locker room and it was something about like the all-star game and winning a car or something like that. And um, I just remember him going like, Hey, you win a batting title, I'll get you a car. So I'm like, all right, no problem. And, you know, some of the media heard it as well. So, you know, that's kind of when it, uh, you know, became big and um, ended up winning the bang title in 2020, yeah, 2022. So, um, you know, I was just waiting on that car. Uh, it was something I never really, you know, brought up to him. I just kind of kind of let it happen. It, it took, a, took a little bit, but um, ended up with a uh, Ford Bronco, um, you know, pretty cool uh, little cruiser around town. So, um, you know, just happy to get something and, um, you know, enjoying it. By the way, Jeff, before I, we let you go, I love your little humble brag with your Pine Valley sweatshirt. So, I mean, sorry about it. <laughs> uh, my buddy, my buddy got it for me, and it's really comfortable. It's Travis Magic sweatshirt. I I enjoy wearing it. It's it's comfortable, but never played it. I really uh, want to. Obviously, I think everyone wants to play that course. You know, one of the best in the world. But um, you know, I just just enjoy a, a sweatshirt and wear it around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I like so it, dude. Had, well, maybe. Love, love to get out there, please. Thank you. Yeah, AJ. I'm not playing up. with you. You're too good, dude. You embarrass me. I got a guy, though, that will play with you. It's a member there. He's like a plus five. He, he'll, oh, he'll, man. He'll, gotta get he'll me play through. with you. No, he'll, he'll play with you. He'll play with you. <laughs> He's about the same level as you. 
AJ's right. trying to make money. You haven't noticed that yet. He wants to win money. You don't care. A little side bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll work on it. Jeff, awesome having you back on. Good to see you. Um, enjoy the rest of the offseason. And, again, congratulations on the big dub, man, representing the current players. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. Talk soon. Cheers. Okay, talk soon. Jeff McNeil with us on, on FT Live, and we'll see him in spring training uh, over in Port St. Lucie. With those squirrel. Metropolitans, the Flying Squirrel. Yeah, what a dub. It's a good point, though, AJ. He defeated many former players who, sure, are older, but technically also have more time on their hands to play on, on a more consistent basis. No? Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, he beat Mulder, Marty Fish. He beat Annika Sorenstam, who's considered the greatest women's golfer of all time, right? I mean, yep. he beat uh, Smoltz, who's won a bunch of these. Mulder's won a bunch of these. Marty's won Marty Fish, who's a tennis player, has won a bunch of these. Uh, Derek Lowe, who's won this event two years ago. I mean, he, listen, he, he represented well. And, you know, Witt, the, the three current players, Witt, him, and uh, Je- Aaron Hicks, I mean, they all finished, I think, in the top 12 of the tournament. So all three of those guys. And they're also, I don't know if this is true or not, but Aaron Hicks used to play in this event a, long, a few years ago. And the Yankees told him he had to stop because they thought that's why he was getting injured. I don't know if that's true or not, but there was a rumor about that that they told him he had to stop playing golf. Wow. Well, if only we could bring him on to get some confirmation on that one. I believe it. I, I think there's I mean, I don't know. People were saying that. And again, I, I yeah. just heard that. But it was like, wow, that's that's interesting that they would think in the offseason that he's playing golf would affect his regular season baseball. But I don't know. You're not buying it, right? No. no. There was guys that would struggle and their hitting coach. But hey, man, go, go golf. Go. Go. Come back. And all of a sudden they got their swing back. I, I don't know. People always talk about correlation with home run derby. And that ruined your swing. I didn't. I never believed in it. I mean, I think it made you exhausted, at, you know, to get going. But other than that, you're a professional, dude. We take your last last round or two. You're trying to hit a home run anyway. So, um, no, no chance. Also, I mean, I'm not a golfer, but is golf strenuous? Shouldn't be. It's a lot on your. I mean, it's a lot on your. You might get a couple scabs on the hand. (laughs) Right. It's a lot on your core, though. I mean, you know, I think Hicks had some oblique injuries, some back problems, so maybe that's what they were thinking. I don't know. I mean, listen, Todd was talking about it. I remember when I was playing, when I was with the White Sox, the White Sox hitting coach would be like, "Hey, go play golf on the off day. Go hit some balls because it helps you with your finish, like the way you finish." Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, listen, I I was a big believer when I first was coming up that golf hurt my baseball swing, but the more I thought about it, it actually helped me because it's it's the same swing. It's just on a different plane, right? You swing more horizontal on baseball and more vertical in golf. And, you know, the hitting coaches went out. Mike Gellinger and Greg Walker were like, go play golf on the off day, please. Yeah, I like that. Makes sense to me. And by the way, before we move on, you know, some people in the chat were like, yo, Lucas was, was a star just now. Unbelievable. Dude didn't interrupt. Didn't say a word. I was pointing out. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he's just crushing food. That's the well, dream that, right that, there. That, that's the goal. He had a snack. Yeah. Snacks are the key to life. Get them yum-yums. Right.